Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is Debbie G of Spirituality Gone Wild. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And it's kind of an unusual day because we don't have a guest today, and our friend Neo is off flying around as he usually does this time of year. So, Debbie, it's you and me. We haven't done this way in a while, right? We haven't. We have not had any time alone, Walt. No, we haven't. No, so it's a good time to do that. And I also thought it was a good time to kind of reflect on yesterday's show, which you were listening in on. Um, I was really enjoying the visit that we had from Dr. Noah St. John. And I actually went and got the Kindle version of his book. I was, I've been starting to read through the book and starting to apply it. And, and I, I have my first little um, manifestation story that comes out of it. Because, I mean, you're when, kidding. No, not at all. Right off, right off the bat. Because um, uh, what, what he basically teaches is instead of doing affirmations, do affirmations, which is where you turn it into a why based question and you express the question in the affirmative. And so I tried doing that where our gardening business is concerned because as almost everybody in the U.S. and many people around the world know, there's this, there's a big labor shift going on right now. Um, essentially, they're, they're, they, here in the U.S., they're calling it the great resignation because uh, a lot of people, <laughs> particularly, particularly in the labor, uh, in the uh, service industries, have said, you know, I'm tired of working for crap wages. I'm going to go do something else or I'm going to just quit and go home. And it's driven the cost of labor up, which is an interesting yeah. thing. You know, you didn't have to have Congress passing a law saying raise the minimum wage. People just stayed home and said, oh, okay, we got to start paying people more. <laughs> but we're experiencing it with our business as well. And the the big challenge has been trying to figure out where the new floor is. Because normally, I, I don't know how other business owners do it. The way I've always calculated is, what does it cost to get an entry-level person in? And then you mark it up from there based on experience and other factors that are involved in you know how valuable is the employee to you. Well, I didn't know where the floor was. And I, I'm actually still trying to figure out where it is. I think I've got it now. I'm like within I'm, – I'm, I'm like a couple weeks away from having kind of sussed it out. But – as a result, we were, we were short on labor. So I had to get, yeah. I had to get the labor thing going. And so I just, I, I formulated the question, well, why, wh let's see, how did I say it? I, I started to say it the wrong way. I started to say, well, why can't we get workers? And I realized, no, no, no we got to turn that around. I, so I phrased it as, oh, I know. Why can we get workers? Why are we going to get people signing up to be working, working for us today? And as, as soon as I phrased it that way, the thought that came into my mind is, well, we pay people better. We treat people better. People actually like working for us. And and there was the associated I feel better that goes along with that, you know, because I just it just felt good to even focus on that. And within one hour, I had a new hire. Okay, I love that. I mean, how cool is that, right? <laughs> it, it It is really cool because, like, why am I, why am I a multimillionaire? Because I played the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually something that uh, Noah talked about yesterday. He, he talked about the action piece, and that, that one of the big well, because there's two big challenges where lotteries are concerned. One is it's usually only one person who wins the whole thing, and you mm -hmm. got you know millions of people playing it. And the second one is there aren't too many people who can actually stay at the vibration that you need to in order to win that lottery because everybody has, well, there's a little bit of a doubt that goes on in the back of your head. I know what the odds are. The odds are 500 million to one. And well, can I, can I tell yeah. you something? You know what yeah, the sure. odds, you know what the odds were of, of me being born in this world? <laughs> I'm curious. Okay. What are the odds? Like infinity, infinity to ah. one. 
and I'm here, and you are infinity to one, and everyone watching, you're infinity to one. My point being is that everything is possible. Yes, Casey. Mm, mm-hmm. Agree, but really it's about that, do you believe what it is that you are affirming for your life? Mm-hmm. Do you believe? So that's really the, the question. And that's one of the reasons I love uh, Dr. Dr. St. John's work. You know, it's cool, Walt. First off, congratulations on implementing and manifesting. A yeah, new right out of the employee. gate, right? I just think that's awesome. I want to say hi to Casey and hi to John across the pond. And hey, I love you, too. What do I mean by vibration? I love that you're asking that question. As a matter of fact, Casey, I, I love this question. What are we talking about today? I'll tell you what. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you would like us to explore. I'll explore anything. Give it to me. Well, well I like the question. That, that's a great question. What do you mean by, by you vibration? Mean? I, I think it's, it kind of goes to the core of everything that we talk about, and we just kind of skip over it most times. But let's not skip over it this time. Uh, for me, literally, it, it, it is a literal vibration. It's not, it's not metaphorical. It's not uh, an abstraction. It's that everything, and I, I haven't found an exception to this yet. There, maybe there is one someplace, but I haven't found it. Everything in the universe vibrates. Everything. And it's a physical vibration that can be detected scientifically. Um, and, and in some cases, we have trouble detecting it if we don't uh, you know, throw like sound waves at it or something like that. But it, everything will vibrate. Everything. Yeah. So what, is, what do we mean by vibration? Literally vibrating. Like, oh, 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 we're all vibrating here. <laughs> I want to give an example of vibration, darling. Okay. All right, guys. Ready? Do this with me. All right. Okay. I want you to think about something that was a really tough time in your life. I want you to think about that time that, that brings sadness to you. Maybe your puppy died. Seriously, maybe your cat died. Maybe your mom died. Maybe somebody died. Think about the saddest time you can and sit with it. Feel it. Notice where your vibration is at right now. Just take note. And we're not going to stay here long, okay? You guys all got that? You guys got it? Well, you got it? I'm glad we're not staying long. You ready? Mm-hmm. Go to the happiest moment you can possibly think about. Feel into it. <laughs> I'm seeing mine. <laughs> it's great. I, I, right. I, I mean, we, well, as soon as you said, I instantly knew where to go and went there quickly, and it was great. I'm loving okay. it. Okay. <laughs> So there's your answer. What's vibration? There you go. When you, when you are at a higher vibration, when you're at a higher space of being, it attracts that that is your preference. When you're at a lower vibrating state, you may not be attracting the things that are your preference. It's all good. It's all working in your favor no yes. matter what. But it's our choice on how that we choose to perceive situations so even that thing that you just got sad for if you were to turn it into how can you find the gold in it the gratitude in it 
that can shift the vibration of the memory in your mind. I'll give you a for instance. Mm-hmm. It is 111 here in Southern California, by the way. So confirmation. My friend, my dear, my dear, dear, dear friend, Bob Miller, passed away, who introduced me to to Dr. St. John. Yeah, yeah. And it was like just my friends, my best friend, one day he's there, the next day he's not. And it was just so grief, grief, this this place where love has no place to go, you know, sort of wandering out in the desert somewhere, hung, thirsty. And I realized one day that people that have passed away that have been the closest to me gave me the gift of life. And my gratitude is in that appreciation factor because they reminded me to live. They reminded me to quit screwing off with using my excuses to get out there and to start living, to start being that that I claim I want to be and loving into it. When we shift how we see things, we shift how that we appreciate things, our vibration shifts. And do I mean like feelings? Yeah, if feelings, uh, whole beingness, zero point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see what everybody's saying. John says, well, vibration- before, before you go to what somebody was saying, I, I wanted to give you a little feedback on what you were saying because I was loving what you were saying. Oh, and, could you and, please? And one of the reasons I love it so much is because you talked about how we get to decide how we're going to feel about any given situation. So yep. when you when you sent me back, the, the place I went back to was the year 2008 when my entire business went belly up and Louise's business went belly up at the same mm. time. And we're staring adversity in the face in a major way, like how the hell are we going to survive here? And you know what was really wild about it? When I tried to go back, I had trouble feeling it again. And the reason is this thing that you talked about after that. I've learned to appreciate it in so many ways. I had trouble recapturing the feeling. In other words, I had done so much work to get to the point where I had accepted and appreciated so much there. Recapturing that feeling was, it was effort. It was work to try to feel. I, like, I, I got myself to feel sad, but I couldn't get anywhere near the way it felt that actual time in that actual year. In that actual year, I mean, I was just, like, devastated. And here, sitting here, I was like, oh. I mean, that, that was about all there was. It was nowhere near the same feeling simply because of all the work that I've done over the years to appreciate that. So that feeds in directly to what you're talking about. The choices that we make deliberately and directly affect how we feel about it. That's right. A hundred percent there there. We get to choose and your mind is so powerful. We just did a quick exercise together. Yeah. All of us were able to go from bottom floor and back up because our brain because we told it what to do it doesn't tell us what to do we tell it what to do yeah. we have the control in fact exactly. you guys want to you guys want to do another one sure okay now this time we're going to get we're going to play and and john baby i see your i see your comments we're, we are going to come back it. to you guys yeah, we're going to come back okay. to, to what's saying in the uh, in the comment section so okay uh, hang tight who wants to play some more all right, we're going to close our eyes for this one because we really need to visualize and use our imaginations. Our imaginations are there for our, like, we could do anything we want with it. Remember that. We are the ones in control. Life happens for us, not to us. Ready? 
just take a deep breath. Get kind of settled in where you're at. If it's safe to close your eyes and you're not driving, please do that. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, <laughs> 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 Feel that. So the vibration's higher because laughter takes us to the highest vibration every time. It does. It, well, that or sex. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. All right. We're really going to imagine this now. I promise. I swear. Now you got everybody focused. You know that, don't you? (laughs) I swear we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I want to show you how powerful your brains are. And I know that some people have done this before. (laughs) 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 I'm just going to let's enjoy the moment. This is just just brilliant. I, I just have to sit with this, Walt. He's just going, I can't believe sometimes what comes out of her mouth. And I'm saying, oh, yes, you can. Well, that's just the point. I can believe it. The part that I have trouble believing is that I actually believe it. Like, oh, my God, I really believe this. Holy cow. Because you know that's true. And I, I do, yeah. I know, right? No, yes. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Hi, Jody. I see you, sweetheart. Okay, here we go. I want everybody in their mind's eye to see a lemon. You'd walk up and there's a lemon sitting on the counter. Pick it up. You're going to smell it. You smell that, that sweet citrus smell. Scratch the skin a little. Now cut it open. See yourself Picking it up and smelling it again. Now, see yourself taking a bite. Notice your mouth is beginning to water. For real. (laughs) Come back to present. Do you understand how powerful your mind is? Mm. Did your mouth water? Oh, yeah. That's because we were talking about sex. Just say it. (laughs) <laughs> I had to. Well, to be perfectly honest, I was all, also tasting that sour lemon taste in my mouth. You know, it's, it's well, a John very distinct. John can taste it too, flavor. and he can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> and spark the G vibe. That is your gratitude vibration. When you talk about vibration, that's what it is. It's lifting it up. It's bringing that, just that lightness into your body. But your mind is so powerful. You have the control. Nobody else does. Nothing externally from you has the power to do anything. And I'm going to burst your bubble. That means you can't blame it on Tom, Dick, Harry, and Jane. Not George, not Tom, not not any of them. And forget Henry. He's out. (laughs) He's done. They're all over there doing something else. We won't talk about what. So that's, that's, that's it right there in a nutshell. When you talk about vibration, when you talk about how that you're processing something, it's you doing it. You have all this control. So... What do you think about that? 
I like it a lot. As a matter of fact, you were making me thinking about something, not making me, but you were inducing me, to encouraging me to think about something that was happening earlier today. Um, lately, I've been uh, literally going out and reaching out to find more listeners for the podcast, just you know, engaging with people on social media and so forth, people I have no idea, never met them before, but they posted about some problem that they had and Sometimes I'm just grabbing the problem because it's useful for doing a Q&A later on on the show, you know, so all that kind of thing. And I encountered one person who uh, I, I replied to her post, uh, I think it was this morning, actually. And the post was essentially, she she, she was somebody who has a, an ex who owes child support and trying to track him down and he's undetectable and she was looking for ideas on how to track him down. And... She she was pretty clearly focused on, uh, well, what we would call being in victim format. Let's put it that way. She she was in that victim mode. And I was trying to encourage her to climb out of it. So I suggested, well, um, while you're waiting for him to reemerge, why not do a little work on yourself? Here's some ideas, yada, yada. And she came back to me with a post that – with a comment that basically said, I, I just want to blame this guy. And I want to do a lot of blaming here. I'm going to vent about it. I'm going to let it all out. I'm just going to keep venting about it. And my reply to her was, oh, okay, I thought you wanted help answering your question. But if all you want to do is vent, fine, you know, just be ready for the fact that you're going to attract more of it. And you can imagine she really loved that comment a lot. But uh, it, it just brings to mind, if you focus on this stuff that you're really loving – well, that's easy to do. If you're focusing on the stuff that you don't love, it turns out that's easy to do, too. Oh, yeah. They're both easy to do. Totally. In fact, in fact, the second one's almost easier than the first one if you're really in that habitual pattern, right? Well, victim mode. So, you know it's what? victim mode, right. Mm-hmm. So so the challenge, actually, is learning to switch. Pivot. It's, pivot from one to the next. That's the harder part. That's that's the skill that when we learn that skill, now we've advanced. Mm-hmm. Now we really mm-hmm. move forward. Well, I love what you're saying because this person that had the – the the thing going on externally she's aware enough to know i'm venting i'm pissed off and i'm going to allow myself to sit in this i'm not sure why she needs everybody else to do it that might just be something of her external validation seeking but i'm judging right now i don't even know so y'all saw me just be judgy (laughs) could be the point being is that when we do put things out on facebook you're opening it up for for whatever personally i handle my own victim within myself with a ambulance (laughs) Wham! <laughs> when I start complaining or fault finding or blaming, shaming, criticizing, which I have found myself in the space of doing sometimes and I have to get my ass in check, it's because I am not, I'm not centered within me. I'm not speaking my truth. I'm not telling somebody how I really feel about something. I'm saying yes when I mean damn well no. I am not being authentic to myself. Why is self-care and self-love so important? Can you guys answer that? I, I can answer it a number of different ways. I'm not sure which one you had in mind, but I, there, there's a lot of ways. I well, now he's like he's he's <laughs> dancing around what I might say. Oh, the self-care. Where is she going to go? Well, I, anyway, I'll tell you I'm where not, I go with it. I mean, I, I don't hesitate to wait here. You know, it's like I, I'm going to tell you. Whenever I think about self-care, I think about personal happiness, personal satisfaction in life. Because the more self-care that I give to myself 
And the more that I encourage myself to love myself and to feel good about myself, and the more I build up my self-esteem, the better my life gets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a direct one-to-one correlation. And it's in all areas of my life. It's in my relationships. It's in my career. It's in <laughs> Casey just put a ambulance. <laughs> it, it's in my health. It's in the things I love to do, my hobbies. It's in all of it. And, and it all starts with that one focus point. How do I feel about myself? So to me, when you ask that question, it's like, where do I begin? <laughs> I agree. Well, I love that. I love that you, you are in touch in touch with that, and you and Luis work, work really hard on communication. But communication with ourselves is the most vital. So Jody says self care shields you from all the bullshit coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. Self care it does because if you're really sitting in it. If you're having a conflict with somebody and they've said something to you, let me give you for it for, for instance, because Joe and I deal with this all the time. So we misunderstand each other or I actually mean the snide remark I just said just to say snidey as I just said it. Mm. The question and if I do that, I have to get in check with myself. That's not acceptable. But the big question I always ask me or I ask somebody else that say that somebody's doing something to them or that blah, 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 they think I'm this, they think blah, blah, or whatever, is that true? Is that true? I want you guys to ask yourself the very thing that you've listened because we, we grew up hearing everybody's opinion about us when we then we grew up and find out oh their opinion never mattered then we find out that it was never personal and we've been assuming shit our whole life <laughs> totally walking around ridiculously and then it's like oh wait a minute so that external validation isn't what I'm seeking oh sounds like, sounds like it to me <laughs> it's acknowledgement yeah it's not, it's acknowledgement. It's, it's somebody who's understanding, somebody who's mm-hmm. seeking to understand what's real for other people. Mm-hmm. So I love this. You, you, you hold others accountable to the standards you hold yourself to. You damn spanking right. I hold myself to a higher standard. I hold, I raise the bar, raise my standards, and then demand that I show up as that in which I seek. And, and there's also a flip side to understanding this too, which is, how do you compare your how, how do you treat yourself compared to how you treat your best friend? Because most of us treat ourselves in a way that if if we treated our friend that way, they wouldn't be a friend anymore. They'd basically go away. I mean, most of us are pretty rough on ourselves. Let's be perfectly blunt about it. I haven't met anybody who's not rough at, in, on their imperfectly perfect human self. Imperfectly perfect. I am an imperfect perfect I am an imperfectly perfect human. Who can type that out for me? I'm, <laughs> look, Peter, Peter picked a pike of piddle pepper <laughs> poodle pop. Poodle pop, that's cool. Poodle pop. <laughs> I, I am a, I am an imperfectly perfect human. Imperfectly perfect human. There is, you are perfectly divine the way you are. You know, Somebody once said something, poodle pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, she typed it out. You did ask. I mean, let's say, poodle. you know, let's be honest. <laughs> Jody. And actually, that's a, that's he. Jody. Jody. Oh, Jody's a he? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Let me tell you. 
let me tell you all about Jody. Jody Apologies, is an amazing. Yeah, he's got an amazing new book coming out. He's a love waggle. He's a Mr. Love Waggles, and he's got this entire series about love waggles. And he's now my neighbor. Well, we'll be very shortly. Nice. Uh, I'll tell you why in another. We have to wait. We have to wait. I can't announce it yet, but I'm oh, going to okay. tell you. I will tell you. But he also is an extraordinary musician and has played with all, all, pretty much, of the greats there ever were. Wow. Oh, well, you would have a knip. Like, dude, we got to get him on here because he's so rad. But it's really well, about. What are we waiting for? Let's get him on here. Come on. I'm mean, seriously, Jody. You got to yeah. come on. Well, let me tell you what's so cool is because when you're talking to a musician, you're also talk. Musicians share share a part of their soul that that people sometimes don't even realize. Like you're listening yeah. to that piece of music and you're like, oh my god, you're actually listening to someone's soul speaking to you. If you're listening to a guitar riff, man, and that guitar riff's just just talking to you it's singing to you mm. that's somebody that's their soul coming through that instrument seriously a new way to look at music if you've never really sat back and thought about it that way but i want you to think of the vibration and frequency back to that sound when you ask what is vibration and frequency it's sound when we're when we're talking about sound nature was the very first thing of sound and vibration leaves trees Wind, Gaia, all absolutely a hundred percent natural. Oh, Jody, he's calling you now. Like, <laughs> I don't wait. I, I don't mess around. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I love that, Jody. I'm gonna. I'll pop that. I'll even put that into his message. But sound and the vibration of sound. If you guys notice, if you listen to certain music, like you feel all, you want to get all up in your groove. How come we put on sexy music when we want to have sexy time? I mean, you're not everybody puts on Pantera, but just say it. Well, it just depends what your kink is, but yeah. You're right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm throwing it at you. I'm doing it so purposely. <laughs> I'm just one. Walt's like 50 shades of red. <laughs> it doesn't take much for that to happen. I mean, when you have black complexion, you know, uh, like throw me in the sun for five minutes and I turn 50 shades of red. This is not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I love. You know what I love? I love the fact that I love the fact that you you just show all of that beauty and glory of being human right out there. You just let it all out. And Thank, and it, it's you years and of practice. I mean, seriously, it's been years of practice to do that. There was a time when I couldn't do that at all. Mm. I'm not kidding. I mean, there was a time where I, I was just so inhibited within myself, I wasn't going to let anything out. So I thank you for recognizing that, because that, that just tells me I really have made as much progress as I thought I'd made over these years. You you totally have. And I, I got to show, I, I, I feel like I need to show you guys something. And, and I'm going to. I wouldn't normally do this, but right now I have to, because I was just getting ready to send Jody the message personally. And I open up my, my Facebook and look what I see. No amount of speaking about sexuality is going to reduce the mystery <laughs> of the experiencing of it. Sex is sacred, but not a secret. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I had to. Okay, so apparently there's some, today is Friday the 13th. So apparently yeah. we have some, you know, we've got some bigger energy than Michael and Jason. This is true. It, you know who Michael and Jason about... were? <laughs> I, I just won't go where I was going to go. That's all. You were, I just, I, it was Halloween and Friday the 13th, the movie. 
No, go where you well, were going to well, go. Well, it kind of takes me where. I, I mean, I was going back to where the, the origin <laughs> of Friday the 13th. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> it, it dates back to. Yeah, you got I, I, I can't remember exactly how far back it is, but <laughs> back in, in, in long, long ago when uh, the Pope basically asked the Templars to get killed off. And that, it all happened on Friday the 13th. It was a, a pretty severe massacre. And I'm. I'm Really interested in how over time that became a um, a fear. It was it, it's a superstition. You know, you, Friday the Thirteenth is a bad day and so forth. And and when you and I were uh, exchanging emails leading up to doing the show today, you made reference to how cool Friday the Thirteenth was. I thought, oh, I love that concept because it kind of reverses that that long held belief that oh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, gotta be careful on Friday the Thirteenth. A bad omen. Bad juju, and you're saying, no, 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 it's a great day. It's a wonderful day. I love that. Oops, we lost your voice. Helps if you turn the mic back on. <laughs> it does. That's a huge benefit. I really, <laughs> totally, it's a button. So I love that you just said that. You noticed that Friday the 13th is a great day. You know, my grandmother, uh, Betty Mae Ruth, was born on a Friday the 13th in September. And I was just always raised as Friday the 13th being a great day. But also, I also want to take note of the black cat. Everybody's like, oh, the black cat, da, da, da. So I posted on my Facebook page all about the fact that not only are we in Mercury retrograde, but we're witches. We know how to make this work. I, I actually love black cats because we have two of them. Well, you know what they are? They're magic. They're, they're actually magical creatures. Black cats are true. the highest. Yeah, they are. They are they are considered the highest form of connection to spirit. We were taught to fear these things. Friday the 13th, black cats, witchery, blah, 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 because nobody wanted anybody. I don't know who the nobody is, but. <laughs> it's always they. It's them, right? It's always they, them. The, the official them, yeah. Yeah, the official mm -hmm. them. They, them. Them wanted us to not know whom we were. And so. <laughs> <laughs> And so we never knew who we were, and we wanted, you know, forgetting who we are was what we've done. And the magic that you are inside of you, the true gift, the true essence, the spark of who that you are, so important, so, so important. And it's very lucky omen when you have a black cat cross your path. Absolutely. And I had that happen just a couple of days ago. I have it and in I, five minutes. I love <laughs> that. Well, that's kidding. I mean, when you live with two black cats, that's going to happen. It's just part of it. And and to your point about how magical cats are, especially black cats, I can't tell you how many times where Louise and I were asking ourselves, let's see, are both cats in? Is one of them out? No, we haven't let anybody out. So where are the cats? We open the door and there are two cats playing, you know, sitting outside the door. And we're asking ourselves, okay, how do they get out there? Because <laughs> you didn't let them out and I didn't yeah. let them out. <laughs> that happens so many times. It's crazy. Okay, because seriously, they're, it is. It's just absolutely they are magical. And there is, there's beauty in, in the 13th of, the, in today, in the number 13. And you disagree about black cats, ah? Oh. <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, it's that's the beauty of of individuality and our sovereignty that you can hold and be anything you want to be, and I love you just the way you are. That's cool with me. Seriously, 
I want to bring up what you were saying here about values, because you just brought something up, Casey, that to me is one of the most important things ever is the value that we see within ourselves. The value, what value system do you have? Walt's talked about his value systems. What what do you want to share about values? Values? Oh, man. You know what the most important thing from my perspective about values is, is that they can change. Oh, yeah. For I sure, mean, they're malleable. We, well, we tend to try to think of like a value as it's a fixed value. This is always worth that, and that's always this important, and this is all. Mm. It's not true, though. And, and not only, only does it always change, it changes from one person to the next, which is actually a good thing because if it didn't, trade would be impossible. That's right. Trade happens because you value, you value something. Y, and I value Y more than X, and so we trade. How and much then, do you value yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where it all starts. Because if you – here's a really interesting thing about wealth, uh, touching on value. If you don't value yourself very highly, anything you mm -hmm. trade, you're not going to feel high value for, whether you're trading it away or trade toward you. So whichever way you look at it, how can you get wealthy that way? Oh, oh, Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a throwback reference. I love that. <laughs> I love aging myself. I am 54 and proud of it. Almost 55. Mr. Kata, I have an example. Mm, okay. Okay, so I used to have this really great advertising medium out in Rancho Cucamonga, California. And it was great and it was wonderful. And I did a lot of trade and barter. And okay. when I did that, it was retail value for retail value. And here's why. Because you must, because you had to value it. If you gave somebody a discount, they're not going to value it the same as they value it at full dollar. That's true. Now, I think that's a great example, but I'd like to give another one because I'm like this. If I can get like this bargain of the day thing, I, I'm so it's like this challenge. I well, I don't want to get the same way. Exactly oh, the same way. It's ridiculous. But, you know, there's sometimes <laughs> I sometimes find things that are just crazy like I found this one coat that was like five, four or 500 bucks and I paid 50. Nice. That's a nice. Idea. I mean, yeah, that was the Nordstrom's rack. I walk in and it was just rad. And I thought, I mean, I got the deal of the century, but how much did you, how much did I value? Did I value it that's, still that's at five, it. at 500? Probably no. If I were being really honest about it, I think I valued it. I actually valued it at figuring it. That's probably about what it's worth. Because Nordstrom's ch chocks everything back up. Okay. I so I changed what the value should be in my brain to you know that that's being honest about that. But really, when we talk about value, monetary value, let's now convert it into our self love mm -hmm. and into our self values. Yes. And what we are adhering to, what are your values? What are they? If you've never really sat down and thought about what are your values, think about what are your values. I have a high value for integrity. I have a high value for laughter. We all know I have a high value for sex because I keep talking about it. <laughs> I just, just let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. For, well, I just, for those of you that are just listening on the podcast, just know Ralt's waist, face is, is beautifully burgundy. <laughs> I think you need to check the color on your monitor. I'm just joking. I'm not serious. I'm being exaggerated. My value, 
I have a big value for laughter. I really do. And well, I love, I don't know. I just giving you a hard time is like so much <laughs> I fun. I love it. I can tell. It's crazy. <laughs> I love that. But what I'm hoping you guys are catching right here, right now is the flow and ease that Walt and I have to be ourselves mm. right, right where you're sitting, right, right where you are. Just knowing that like, oh my gosh, their value for value for vulnerability and authenticity is so high. Wow. Did you, see, did you see John Stewart's comment? He was born on the 13th? That's because you're a rock star like that. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's super cool. I mean, among other things, because of the, um, the negative spin that usually gets put on the 13th, it means that somebody who is born on the 13th kind of is caught in the middle. Like, oh, well, that's my birthday, but it's not supposed to be a good thing. Well, John just basically blurted out that, yeah, I was born on the 13th, which means he had let go of all that energy. Yeah. And how yeah, wonderful totally. that is. He's been able to do that. That's a, that's a terrific thing. And, and what, what that really kind of ties into what we were talking about a moment ago, that the value is not necessarily related to the price. Although one inflates, one, one can, um, not inflate, but one can, well, it can do that too, but it can influence, one can influence the other. And to give you an example of that, um, over the last year and a half, Almost to the beginning of the pandemic, I have intentionally been increasing the amount when, when Louise and I go out to dinner, the, I'm increasing the amount that I put down as a tip when I'm paying the bill. Mm -hmm. now, it used to be I did what most people would do, 15, 20%. I'm now doing yeah. 25 to 30%. And, I and, do and, that too. Yeah. And, have you seen gas prices? Well, yeah, no kidding. Right. Right. And, and a fascinating thing has gone along with it. I, I bet you the same thing has happened with you. I'm appreciating the meals more now. Because I value their contribution more, I find myself consciously valuing it as well while they're serving and so forth. Um, I, I, I've been engaging in a practice that uh, Cindy Chavez and I once talked about that, you know, it, it would be really helpful whenever you're dealing with somebody who's a service person to say, please, when you're asking yourself, may I have that rather than I'll order this because it's so much more appreciative of the other person. So I find I've been doing that with servers and you know waiters and all that kind of stuff. And, and in the process, the food has been tasting better. And, mm -hmm. and I, I find that to be fascinating. When I feel better about what I'm paying for something and when I feel better about the person I'm paying, the product that goes along with it is better. Okay. I'm sitting with that. I think that I feel the same way about that because now that I think about it, I do the same thing with tips. Mm-hmm. I always say please, thank you, and stuff like that. It's yeah. a thing. Because I really do appreciate the fact that they're there serving me. I appreciate people who work on holidays when we're all having yeah, a great I'm old okay. time, and they're out there working, and oops-a-daisy, I have to plug my computer in. Um, so, yeah, and I want to say that you're right, John Stewart, really quickly. It is the luckiest, the luckiest day, day, the 13th. I just looked at the spiritual meaning of number 13 is today is the luckiest day Friday the 13th is the luckiest day to manifest on. And, hmm. well, take it over. I'll be right back in two, right. and, in two and two. All right. That's okay. Go for Number it. Number two and two. Who is two and two? Got, got, to, got to plug it in. Got to get the battery going. I, in, do, so that's I, do, I do that. Uh, tell me who, who was two and two. I'm back in two and two. Who was two and two? I don't know who's. Uh, who's Chuck Woolery. Oh, is that Chuck Woolery? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll be back in two and two. Okay. All right. Yeah. I can't say. I was I, even I doing the smile like and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, but no, that's good. That's valid. Um, the the thing that occurs to me about what we're talking about here is that when we are focused on this 
this appreciation, because that's really what it is, this appreciation of not just servers, not just food, but anyone that we're exchanging money on a value-for-value basis, everything gets better. It all gets better. And it's amazing how fast it happens, too. It's amazing how fast stuff gets better when we appreciate through the giving of money. It, it's not like it's not like you have to wait three weeks to say, oh, gee, did I experience something? No, it's instantaneous. It's an instantaneous response. You, you it, try If you haven't done it, try, try putting more down on a tip the next time you're at the restaurant and just watch. Well, first of all, it's always fun to watch the, the reaction of the person you're giving the tip to just to see if they notice it and like, oh, my God. Um, but also, especially if it's a restaurant you've been to a lot. But. On top of that, watch your own response to it. You you, you put the money down. You you basically you, you write your your you put your credit card down. You you fill out the the slip. You put down the tip, all that kind of stuff, and you put it on the on the the tray or in the little folder or whatever they've got, and then look at how you feel about it. Because at that moment, if you really pay attention, you get a lift and look around the room, and all of a sudden the colors are brighter, the people are happier, the music that sounded terrible a moment ago just sound better. And the food you just ate all of a sudden tastes better than it did 20 minutes ago. That's what happens when you when you increase what you're paying for something. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to say that I'm also going to pay attention more this evening as well because we do these things. And, and I don't pay a whole lot of attention to, to how I feel. I kind of, you know, um, I need to think about that. I know I did feel about that, not think about that, because yeah, well, it, well, it's yeah. just awareness. You have to, you have to like consciously make yourself aware. What do I feel right now as I'm doing this new thing that I haven't done before? Yeah, I'm gonna have okay. to. Okay, I love the new thing that I haven't done before. Let's let's do a new thing we haven't done before to, to this weekend. What new thing this weekend could we do that we haven't done before that falls within the alignment? Of the, the appreciation factor, the appreciation vibration, the appreciation frequency. So think about the old AM radios, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gratitude. You tune the radio, tune your station. To what frequency that you want to be at. You've got the controls. You've got the controls. Period. People think that other, when you think, when you sit and focus on other people doing this, that, and the other to you, you've just given away, you've, you said, oh, here's my radio. And you, you're letting them do the tuning. And you hate that song. Let me give you a for instance. I am not a big country fan. Well, I, mm-hmm. I'm, Look, I know people love country. Mm-hmm. I feel that country is full of a bunch of victims and they whine too much. And it, I mean, literally, I lost my wife and I lost the car. <laughs> oh, she won't take me back because I'm a drunk. Sorry, drunks. Didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Hey, if you don't like country, that's okay. It's a preference. It's, but it's, let's just let, look at looky looky here. I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm just saying it's not my preference. Okay. Yeah. But other people, Joe loves country. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. 
well, if I don't want to listen to country, I'm probably going to be the one in control of turning my radio station where I want to tune it to. That's true. Yeah. By the way, John said something in the comment. I don't know if you saw that. He was talking about fuel has risen one pound seventy nine per liter. That's two dollars nineteen cents per liter, and it, it cued something in my mind because there has been a, a, a ramp up lately, particularly here in the U.S. and I think in other countries too, in inflation, and people are seeing higher gas prices among other things. Now, a lot of that is tied into the Ukraine conflict and all that, but uh-huh. nevertheless, there's been there's been this up the up ramp of stuff, and what the the most common reaction is when people see that is. Oh, Prices went up again. Now, let's take what Dr. Noah talked about yesterday, and let's apply it to that situation and see what changes. So the way he phrases it is you, 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 you create your affirmation by taking whatever it is you're trying to do, you form it in a why question, and then you turn that why question into, an, into a positive statement rather than a negation statement. So applying it to, to um, increases in gas prices – why is it so great that gas prices went up? Yeah. Why that's, is it so great that, that, that gas That's, that's a different high. way of thinking about it. Yeah. Right? Well, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it is in, in, in certain ways if you're willing to look at it. You, you have to kind of look for it. But yeah. I, I can think of a couple ways that, that why is it great that gas prices went up? Well, from the point of view of somebody who is environmentally conscious, it's cutting. It, it's providing a disincentive for people to drive cars all the time. Okay, drop the mic. He's right. Okay, you, know, you, you get into a carbonless footprint. You got it going on. Yeah. You're correct. Okay, 100. Yeah. percent So, so there's one way you can look at it that says, oh, okay, well, that's not such a bad thing. That, that, that why is that a good thing? It's a good thing from that perspective. Um, another way, another way to think of it as a good thing. It's making it that much easier to keep people employed, working at gas stations. You are totally right. You know something? You just turned the frequency. Did you guys? You just turned the dial. Did y'all see that? <laughs> he got me off my country whining. Mm. But my point was, is when you give over the controls. Yes. But but he he just shifted, and then we shifted with it. Tune your tune your dial. John's tuning it in, and he, I have a high value for you too, and your high vibration. Hey, you know, Walt. I'm curious. Well, it's really a trip. Joe and I were talking about some stuff. We were out in the desert last weekend, and we were talking about some things. We get in the car, and we start driving, and I couldn't get over it. We see this billboard, and it's basically, you're in control of your mind, or mm-hmm. your your thoughts... Like, like you said, your actions negate your thoughts, things like this. We started, they're not exactly the billboards we saw, but one mm-hmm. of them was like the army or the Marines. They're, they're recruiting. But when I, but it was a positive affirmation mm-hmm. that was up on the thing. And then yeah. we keep going and he looks at me and he goes, that didn't just happen. Cause I, we were just talking about the fact that it's, like we're creating this and this all this oh, okay. stuff from our thoughts and everything. So why is it? Have anybody else noticed this? All of a sudden you start talking about something and it is all of a sudden shows up in your reality as a confirmation from the universe. Sort of like but, you got a new hire, but I'm talking about like all of a sudden you'll see some sign somewhere. When did they start putting positive affirmations on billboards? Has anybody else noticed this? Sure. What the, the heck? Thing. Isn't here's it cool? Thing. It's very cool. But here's the thing. This is also scientifically documented. It's it's tied to that little thing at the t- the top of your brainstem called the RAS. 
And the RAS serves many physiological functions, but it also serves one really important function, and that is a filtering function. It is a it is a filtering mechanism that I mean, we all of our five senses they, they just pour huge amounts of data into our brain. If we didn't have a filter, we would all be autistic, and we we would all actually we'd be worse than autistic. We we would just be you know stuck in one position, unable to move because we were so overwhelmed by all the data. Mm-hmm. And actually, the uh, RAS this is interesting. The RAS only filters four out of the five. It doesn't filter smell. I'm, I'm not quite sure why. But that's one of the reasons why aromatherapy is so effective. It just bypasses the whole thing. It goes right to your brain. Kind of cool. But that's a side note. The I didn't is, even know that, actually. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just learned something I didn't know. Go figure. Yeah. I have that today but, has been fulfilled. I but, but promise really you. Interesting. But, yeah. but anyway, the, the reason I mentioned this is the RAS is the reason why you're seeing those signs now. Wow, that's rad. I mean, it's, it's, it's the old, the way, I love the example that I use over and over again whenever I'm explaining this to people on social media or whatever. It's like going to the car dealer. You're, you're going to the car dealer, you buy a car, right? And yeah. I, I, I like um, uh, Lexuses and Toyotas, so I usually pick them up for crowds. So let's say it's a Toyota Camry. It's a blue Toyota Camry that you buy. And then you drive off the lot with your blue Toyota Camry, and suddenly everywhere you're driving, you're seeing Toyota Camrys, and including a lot of blue ones that were not there before. Why? Because you just programmed your RAS to start expecting to see blue Toyota Camrys. That and that's the ones that were already out there, but now you're noticing them. Yeah, hey, that, that happens all the time. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. And it makes total sense, you it know. Does. But I didn't know that about the aromatherapy. Seriously, you, is yeah, anybody yeah. else out there? You learn if you can learn at least one new thing in a day. That day is complete in my book. Like that. That mm. was awesome. I love that. You know. In fact, you can test that one too, by the way. I mean, light a candle, put put something into the air that has an aroma to it and watch how quickly it affects you compared to other kinds of stimuli. You can can just do it as an experiment and just watch what happens. It's really I have one of those mystery things. I have a mystery thing. Yeah, my son just got it for me for Mother's Day. It's really cool. Yeah, it has aromatherapy. Oh, I'm stoked about that. I'm going to tell you. So, well, guess what? Guess what's happening tomorrow on Women Rising? Oh, what's happening tomorrow on Women Rising? Well, we're going to announce our launch of a month-long self-love, self-care program that we're going to be doing. Oh, we cannot wait. So the whole month of June is dedicated to self. We're calling it self-care, self-love month and all of June. And so tomorrow on Women Rising, you can see that on Unify. Just look at look for it on Facebook or Spirituality Gone Wild. It's going to be Super, super awesome. So everybody is in, invited. But next Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, we are going to have something really super special. And I, what is what is what did John just say? He says, well, my mom used to say we are all mad, though. Where would you actually put that line of sanity? They call you schizophrenic if you hear voices and see things. Well, then I'm full-blown bonkers. I'm talking to the <laughs> angels and loved, loved ones every day. <laughs> we love you, John. We love you, John. Oh, my God. Seriously. Oh, you know, that's that's seriously rad. So, listen, I'm going to show you guys something next next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we have a super exciting lineup for you. Well, you're going to need to come hang out with us with this. It's going to be on Unify. I'm going to bring it up really quick. Okay. Next week, we have stand-up comedian Christine O'Leary, Brothers Karen, Sound Healing by Jamie Liu. Of course, we know Claudia. Claudia is the astrologer, yeah. who, lunar astrologer, and a very special performance from Bhakti Das, and they're going to be with us, the Ladies of Women Rising, and the Self Love Fest crew. 
next Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be a hoopla for two hours. Very good. Two hours. Cool. Two hours hoopla. Yeah. And, and, of course, here on the yeah. way today, we, we got to meet uh, Claudia up front and in person last Friday. I mean, and that was just an amazing session right there. So if you want to have a, uh, some idea, if you don't already know her, because she's been on spirit, uh, spirituality gone wild so many times, but if you don't already know her, just listen to the show last week. That'll give you an idea. That was something. a good one, too. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was a whopper. Well, you know, we have, um, and just to give everybody fair, fair warning, because we're going to tear it up this year, but 8-8-2022 will be Spirituality Gun Wild's sixth anniversary, Yay. and we're going to have, we're going to have a blow up party Fantastic. again. I know, Fantastic. but that's like the fun stuff that's coming, but the self love, the self love thing is really, I mean, a self love thing. Involved. Well, it's right in line with what we were talking about, what, 20 minutes ago. How important that self love is, and now here you got you know you have an event that's devoted to it that lasts for a month. That, yeah, I mean, how much better does it get than that? Well, it it doesn't reggae lifts your vibration. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, can you even? Oh no way, UB forties played. Oh my god, I haven't listened to them in a minute. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hey. You know, John, John is, is such an extraordinary person over there across the pond. And it is truly an honor to know you. He, he puts out the most beautiful posts and, and keeps the vibration high out there. He's one of the light workers nice. that just keeps it popping. We're the light bringers is what we are. The light bringers bring the light. I'll tell you okay. what. I like that. That's, that's a good yeah, way yeah, to describe I, things. Yeah. I mean, well, when you're when you are light, because that's what we are, really. That's what mm-hmm. source energy is. Source energy is light. It's energy, you know. And 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 light is the in physics terms, it is the most recognizable form of energy. So we are we're light beings, and it, it, it's an interesting thing that we're we're light beings and we live this physical life where so many of us hide the light, and yet in the last well, th- throughout my lifetime, I just turned sixty five. So the last sixty five years. I have really noticed how much the light is coming out. Compared, when I look back to when I was, you know, like five years old or whatever, the difference is massive. I mean, it is extraordinary. Mm. And, and, and I can't even point to any one particular factor. Like, you know, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I do LOA today. So obviously I'm focusing on that in a much bigger way, but I just go out in, into the world and I'm seeing so much more light. In people's eyes. I even see it more now in the in the eyes of people who are like that woman I was talking about, who's venting and bitching and complaining. There's, the light is yeah. still coming out more. It's still, despite all that they're doing to stay in that rotten place, the light's still coming out. They, it's like they can't even help it. No, they can't. Well, we have a shift happening. They yeah. can't. They're not staying. And plus, we we're choosing to see each other in the extraordinary light that we truly, truly are. You know, the thing is, we've all forgotten who we are. And we're and we're, now we're remembering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my favorite trick in the whole planet is this. It's so simple. If you all want to remember who you are, all you have to do is think of three words that describe Walt and I. Three, three key <laughs> words. I'll describe Walt. Walt is Walt is funny and vivacious and persistent and he's reliable. And God, just so many great things. 
And it's true. When I think of Debbie, I think of energy, and I think of joy, and I think of passion. I think of sex. I think of all these, you know, supercharged. Because you, you're supercharged. You know, I, I, I look at you on screen, and I say to myself, I know there's more aura than what I'm seeing right there. I'm seeing aura, and 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 yet the actual aura that's there is like shooting out flames. (sighs) Yeah. So I think about when I think of Debbie G. Spark. I'm gonna spark your G vibe. Y'all ready for this? Let's do it. You can't know something you're not. True. So, Walt, you are a spark of the divine. Think about that. Sit down with that. John, what you're telling me is that you are a high vibrating lift of life that gives Mm -hmm. unconditional love. What Walt has just told me is that he is a spark that he has got. He he's joy. The things, your values are joy. Your values, John, are unconditional love. That's your value system. Mm -hmm. You want to learn about somebody, ask them to describe you. Mm -hmm. Ask them to tell you, but that is who you are. We forget who we are. Now, hope that that just helped all of us to remember. And thank you, Walt, by the way. I do appreciate it because all the things you said are true. And I do know that within me, but it's so beautiful to see them within you. And it's beautiful to hear it, isn't it? I mean, because we need to have validations, mm. and especially well, the validations I, I, about who we truly are. What we have is we have edification mm-hmm. versus validation. I, 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 it's just a word, but I think what I'm hearing you really say is it's nice to have acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Yeah, it's probably a better way of saying it. Right. It, it's nice to have edification and acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. It is. It's beautiful to be seen. And because that's what we're looking to do. It's all based on how that we perceive and how that we communicate that. Yeah. Mm, there is no yes. other way to do it. You know, communication is what I, it's my thing. You know, I study, I, I have, I take every class I can get strictly because I, I, I want to know more about how to communicate effectively. But what I'm discovering is the way that we communicate with ourselves is the most important. But the biggest thing in there, if you have forgotten who you are, is find that person that you think is a badass, that rocks your world, that makes you just go, oh, my God, they're so rad. Then pick out a few things about them that you absolutely think are so cool. And then sit down and realize you have just seen what's within you. There is we can't know something till we know it. So if you don't know it's hot when you touch the stove, you'll know it after you've touched it. But if you didn't know it, then you have no point of reference. You'd be looking at the stove going, well, you, I, I don't know what it is. You understand? So if mm. you have a point of reference in how that you see another, you are then you know that that's within you because somewhere in you there has to be. It has to be there because how would you know it? If, and how would you know it otherwise? You wouldn't. Oh, I noticed and, and recognized what John was, was putting in there. Did you see that? This is, this is important stuff. He says, I was attacked very badly five oh, months ago. Mm, I've mm-hmm. been very poorly. I completely forgive them and wish they would have asked me. I would have given them anything they wanted. But I love how he's, he has found a way to forgive them. I especially love that part because that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. But what an example, John, you're setting by saying that. That's a wonderful thing to do. I I agree. I agree. And and he was hurt with that. That was like and he had hundreds of people showing up on Facebook and mm. I loved that. 
But I'll tell you, we were all praying because it was, but you know, I want to just appreciate right now that, that you're willing to be vulnerable, John, and to share, even when it was happening, to be vulnerable enough to share, to be vulnerable enough to reach out to others and say, hey, I need help here. I need support. Mm-hmm. The basic human need I've got right now is to feel like I'm not alone. Can somebody help me do that? Right. But we're all, but, but John did it. But there's some of you who are afraid to look at the person next to you because you're so busy defending yourself or or whatever to say, you know, what's happening right now is I'm just really scared and I need need to feel loved. Can you do that? Just do that. Mm-hmm. And and John did that and did it so well. And this is an example of being a light bringer. Mm-hmm. You when you can show, because see, when we show up authentically raw to people, it, that's that's the truest form of human nature. And our empathy and compassion is innate within each of us, all of us, everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, what you're talking about, I'm reminded of a line that came from a movie where Susan Sarandon was playing the wife of the lead protagonist, played by Richard yeah. Gere. The movie was called Shall We Dance? And in the movie, I don't remember what the exact context was, but she's speaking to, oh, I know, she's speaking to a, a detective she hired. She wanted to find out what her husband was doing. It turns out he was learning to dance. And she she uttered a really profound phrase to this detective. She says, we come into relationships in order to witness each other's lives. And what we, what we were just talking about there right now with John, we were witnessing his life. Mm-hmm. We, were lit, we were witnessing, yes, he went through things, but we were witnessing him in his life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the Absolutely. profundity of it. Well, it's the beauty, you know, to just appreciate others and, and those lives and the fact that we're sharing. You know, that reminds me of this image I had. Of all, all be in this bubble and then our bubbles all start merging. It's like a whole bunch of bubbles all connected. We're just one gigantic bubble. <laughs> Bubbly boo. Well, I, I mean, seriously, it's just a big old bubble. Yes, you are right. That is absolutely right, John. We go through things for ultimately for forgiveness, but I want to remind us all of the story of Gandhi when he had the first class tickets for the train and went to get on the train and they're like, yeah, you're not going to sit in first class. And he's like, oh, but I have the tickets. And they're like, yeah, but you're, uh, you know, you're this nationality and, and you're not the right color. And no. And so they couldn't, ha- they had to let him sit on the front of the train, but then they stopped the train in the middle of the night and they kicked him off. Oh, and, wow. and, and he stands there and he says simply, why do we do this to each other? And when something like this happens with John, my my I sit back and I say to myself, why do we do this to each other? Because this is and so for us to show up with kindness and compassion. And think about that as a as a whole, as humanity. You have the power to make a change within your own existence, your own being and your own life. John is proving that Walt, myself, everyone else that watches LOA today. You have the opportunity this weekend to go and do something you haven't done before, to pay it forward, to do that that you seek. If you're wanting it and you're saying, but I, I, I want this thing or I want this person to show up in my life, then you better be that that you're willing to ask for. Yeah. And if you are, you're going to get it. And 
in just another few couple weeks, I will share my next manifestation and sh- show you some more of how that this stuff works. And my dog says it's time. We're done. <laughs> I think the dog is right. <laughs> we are a past the hour. But, yes, that's a great way to, to wind it up, too. I'm looking forward to finding out what it is you're going to be revealing in a week or two. That's going to be good stuff. But as for the present, thank you very much, Debbie, for a wonderful conversation today. Thank you to all of our live streamers for their wonderful contributions. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.